Hello, we hope that you're having a good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be listening from. Welcome to the LATAM FDI podcast. In these recordings, we'll be looking at the Latin American region in its entirety through the prism of foreign direct investment. We hope that you find these recordings to be informational, educational, and entertaining. Hello, welcome to another episode of the LATAM FDI uh, podcast. Today, we are fortunate to have Yusuf Amdani as our guest. Yusuf speaks to us from San Pedro Sula in Honduras. Uh, how are you today, Yusuf? I'm very fine, Steve. Good speaking with you. Same here. Uh, would you be so kind as to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your background, and, and tell us about uh, the the GK group? Thank you very much. Uh, my name is uh, Yusuf Amdani. I'm the chairman of uh, GK Global. We basically are in... Uh, five segments of different industries, starting with textile, which we are in third generation, and we are totally vertical, uh, based in the entire region here in Central America, Caribbean, Southern Mexico. Uh, then we have real estate, uh, but very specialized real estate, industrial and commercial, uh, as well as we have uh, technology, lifestyle, and agriculture. Uh, we are in nine countries and uh, two continents uh, mostly are but our big core businesses are in both in the real estate as well as in the textile you have uh, a couple of uh, very nice modern facilities i'm thinking of the green valley industrial park uh, maybe you could explain what's going on there green valley is uh uh, you know, it's the largest industrial development in this uh, region. Uh, actually, is the only industrial park in Western Hemisphere which does not use any public services. That means we produce our own water, we produce our own energy, we provide uh, steam, chill the air, we treat our wastewater, and... Uh, uh, we are also ISO 14001 certified uh, for environment management. Actually, in uh, last year, we also got the certification from True for waste management, and we are actually the only uh, industrial uh, hub or development as an operator. Uh, we have all those certifications in the region. Okay, Currently, we have uh, two major clusters there. One is for the automotive wire harnesses. So we have a, a coffee cab, which is the largest cable and wire and cable manufacturer for automotive. Then we have Lear and Aptive. They are the first year, uh, you know, uh, automotive companies. So they are making harnesses there. Then we have a smaller companies making the tape and other accessories. So we have a, the largest cluster in Central America for harnesses is based in Green Valley. Then we have a textile cluster. So we have a Delta Apparel, which is our stockholder as well in the park and their large facilities there. We have GK's textile facilities there, as well as we have three other textile plants. So, Currently, uh, we have five textile facilities where, which operate in Green Valley and besides some light industries. You know. Well, thank you for that synopsis of, of what you have uh, going on 
down in Honduras. Uh, I have a few questions I'd like to ask you. The first one has to do with uh, the Biden administration and the promotion of investment in Honduras and the Northern Tri Triangle countries uh, to, to basically address the issue of mass migration. Have you seen any visible results of these efforts? I think, yes, you know, I mean, uh, this is uh, the, you know, I mean, after a long uh, uh, current administration has taken this, uh, uh, you know, positive effort to actually create the opportunities at the ground level within the countries, you know. And uh, we as a GK, we have been doing this for 30 years. I always feel like if people are, don't have the opportunity where they are from or where they live in the town or city, they have to migrate. So, you know what I mean? Easiest migration is to go to the US. That's where opportunity is. So I think the current uh, administration's efforts since last year, uh, they have gotten a commitment from several large US companies for different segments in the, in the different areas uh, for making uh, investments. Uh, a uh, few of them have already uh, projects are on the way and uh, but it's you know i mean it's in a process which will take some time but i think uh, at the end it will definitely create some impact as to uh, providing more jobs uh, in a northern triangle and that should uh, mitigate the immigration the next question I have has to do with the fact that your country changed its president in January, this past January. Uh, Xiomara Castro has assumed the office. Has there been any discernible change in the investment environment in, in Honduras as a result of uh, uh, change of the, the government? Uh, no, I think, uh, you know, uh, as you probably know, that she... Uh, one landslide uh, margins and then uh, uh, it's been the, we had the uh, the party which was in the power for last 12 years so this is a change of a party and of course uh, the different ideology you know so uh, they are still settling down but in uh, court there is really no uh, any major changes as to investment environment in in uh, Honduras, uh, even though, you know, last year, the especially uh, textile is a big, you know, sector uh, in the, the entire Northern Triangle. So market has been soft, but still we see several investments uh, getting uh, up in, uh, in the, all these three countries, you know. For people that are thinking of investing in Central America, what companies, uh, what can companies expect in terms of benefits if they look at Honduras? I think, you know, uh, because we have operations in Mexico, we have operations in some other countries. Uh, and uh, Honduras uh, and actually all the three uh, uh, Central American uh, countries, they have a free zone uh, law, which basically allows the companies, to, first of all, they can establish without any type of, you know, long uh, paperwork or legal tramits. Uh, uh, secondly, they are 100% exempt from any kind of tax, which means to import raw materials uh, for export or your income tax. 
uh, it's all under one because you know in the any place whether you build your own free zone or you lease or operate under uh, any free zone uh, the custom facilities are right there so basically there is only one document for entry and one document for exit so uh, then there is no more further custom or any other paperwork to be done at the port or the airport so it makes it very easy to establish and uh, operate uh, and as well as definitely there's a tax benefit as to you know you're 100 percent exempt from your income tax so a lot of companies uh, especially the us and other companies uh, try to manufacture and keep their profits in uh, in this country so that they can use the same for their expansions and they don't have to go back and pay taxes on them and then bring back for you know expansions and stuff like that so it definitely also affects your overall cost uh, at the, uh, you know, for manufacturing. So I think uh, those are really the key benefits. And of course, you know, we have the largest port in Central America, which is, you know, uh, Puerto Cortez. Then we have a connectivity with the US, which is, you know, I mean, two hour flight from Atlanta, Miami, Houston, uh, and most of the cities we can be connected, you know, and so there's uh, direct flights uh, coming to San Pedro Sula because all the industries is located in northern part of uh, the country, which is San Pedro Sula and uh, the Department of Cortez. So I think there's a connectivity, there's a shipping, you know, uh, from Miami or to Houston. It's only a day and a half uh, transit time. So, you know, even if you can ship on a boat so in two days the the vessels are there so uh logistic wise as well as uh, connectivity on by air uh not having any kind of tax liabilities as well as uh easy to operate you don't have to go through a lot of uh, local government permits and permissions and uh, certification so that makes it very easy so somebody comes in they can uh, basically start their operation by leasing a building and then you know they are basically the the park operator or uh, company which uh, manages the park basically provides all the support and then just uh, your leasing contract gets you uh, entitled to start the process you know you mentioned a little bit about the kind of companies that are located in uh, the Green Valley Advanced Manufacturing Hub, and you mentioned a bit about the infrastructure. If a company wants to do business with you at the Green Valley facility, um, for instance, can they lease space? Can they do build the suits? Can they purchase land? What are the options for investors in, in your facility? What we uh, do, Steve, is kind of, uh, we have a unique uh, business model that, uh, of course, you can uh, lease the building or we can do build to suit or you can buy the, the land and we can uh, design and build, uh, uh, you know, any of the options are available. But we simply are not a typical industrial park per se. Uh, definitely uh, real estate is a component which we offer. So 
first of all, uh, you know, we uh, not only design your building, but we also design all your infrastructure, which means uh, your electrical installation, mechanical installation, HVAC, and any specialized installation you may require due to the equipments you may be using. So first of all, we provide basically completely fitted building. So it's ready for basically for you to send equipment and start installing your equipment. And if you need the help for even installing the equipment we install, then comes to the uh, talent pool or labor force. We basically provide uh, you know, pre-screening database, uh, uh, pre-screened uh, database of uh, employees. So whatever number of employees you need, you provide the details and then our HR department basically provides you, uh, you know, I mean, number of people you may need for interviews. So currently at the park, uh, like, you know, uh, usually we have, we run from 84 to 87% hiring rates means if we are providing 100 uh, employees for them to interview and hire, they usually hire 84 to 87 people out of those, you know. And then uh, uh, we provide all the security, external, internal. We provide uh, maintenance, plus we provide energy, we provide water, we treat wastewater. Uh, basically, everything which is not your core business as a client we take care of it. So you can only focus on what is your core business. You don't have to worry about it. From uh, settling down the expats or their housing or schools for their kids or anything which you need in order to set up your company, uh, any governmental permits, uh, logistics, anything you need in order to operate and uh, manage your business, uh, we, uh, we provide that as a package, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. when you come to Green Valley, you are basically, you know, I mean, you will bring your technology and your equipment and then, yeah, you know, we will help to set it up, you know, get it up and running. And then even if you need a specialized training, then we also look for uh, university or tech company partners who come and train, you know, particular uh, in fact, right now we are working with Colin College and uh, uh, Aptiv, one of our uh, guests at the park, uh, to create actually uh, the most advanced uh, tech camp at the Green Valley in the different disciplines. So we will be uh, providing already trained uh, talent pool for the companies uh, which are going to come uh, next, you know. With it, with respect to other activities uh, in the facility, uh, obviously manufacturing is there. But are there any back office operations? Do you have facilities for companies that do those sorts of things? We have a Altia Smart City, which is actually located in the city. As you know, uh, people who work in the you know BPOs or ITOs or KPOs, they have to, uh, you know they are mostly whether they go to university or they are from you know. Uh, some kind of a, a high school or university degree. So we have actually Altia Smart City, both in San Pedro Sula and Tegucigalpa. In fact, uh, Altia Smart City is considered 1% of the best infrastructure in the world uh, to host IT companies. So we actually have, currently we are hosting uh, five of the 10th largest BPOs in the world 
as our tenants uh, in Altia Smart City, plus we have some software development companies. We also have uh, currently, we have running some boot camps for different disciplines uh, from uh, cloud services to data science to uh, cybersecurity. So companies who may have a interest in finding the talent because you know universities uh, do not offer skill set for those disciplines so we are we have started to set up our own uh, uh, boot camps uh, using one of the best training companies in the world uh, to basically uh, you know provide those boot camps and those uh, skill sets to the people so that uh, companies can come. And in Alti also, we provide very similar type of package service, uh, not just the space and the furniture and a computer and installations, electric uh, or, uh, you know, uh, internet and all, but we also provide, you know, human resource, we provide security, we provide logistics, we provide everything for them. Again, they, in this case, they basically bring their software or some of their, you know, management personnel, and then basically they can operate. Currently, we have over thirteen thousand people work in the tech industry out of uh, Altia Smart City. So, and we are growing. Uh, we didn't had any space. Uh, we were in. We were to start our fourth tower in San Pedro Sula and second tower in Tegus. COVID came, so we didn't do, but we started last year. They are going to be completed uh, later this year. So we continue to expand and, uh, you know, uh, build. So, yes, uh, there is a, a opportunity for any uh, companies in the tech uh, services uh, and uh, whether it's a very, you know, first year BPOs or very high end, you know, cybersecurity companies, you know. You, uh, according to your website, I was looking it over, and it seems to me that um, having reviewed it, you place a high priority on sustainability. Can can you tell us uh, how how you're achieving that? Yes, uh, like you know, uh, in Green Valley, for example, like I mentioned to you, that uh, we are the only industrial development in the region which has an ISO fourteen thousand one certification for environment management, because from the get-go when we started in 2004, our park design was done by, master plan was done by O2 Design Group out of Canada uh, based on a sustainable design, you know, so that we have like a, a, a more than, uh, we probably have less than 50% utilization of actual land. We have, you know, so many green areas we have. We plant uh, three trees per person. Work in the Green Valley at the uh, at the park. Uh, we have, you know, um, we uh, right now uh, our forty percent of energy is uh, solar. We just uh, put in uh, fifteen megawatt uh, last year, and currently we are building another fifteen megawatt. And uh, even in our thermal, we do cogeneration. So we basically are using, you know, steam and uh, chilled air uh, through the uh, the waste uh, heat. So we do heat recovery and that. So even on thermal, our emission is very low. And we are working very hard to uh, 
uh, be by 2030 should be we should be a, a carbon neutral uh, you know and uh, <clears throat> I mentioned to you also that we are true certified for waste management and zero waste and we also have uh, in Altia our buildings are all uh, lead platinum so we are very efficient uh, energy efficient buildings we use only lead lightings uh, we also have in all our buildings, we have solar because uh, 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 it's not a uh, high percentage, only about 16% uh, of our energy consumed is coming from a renewable resource right now. But uh, we continue to, uh, we are currently uh, building the parking structures with uh, solar on top of it. So that will double our uh, solar production in the, in the park. So, uh, we uh, believe that you know not only that uh, it has to be you take care of the people and the facility, but environment is at the same time very important to to protect. You know, so we have uh, specific uh, uh, strategic plans which we are continuing on a year-to-year -year basis. Uh, we just, uh, in fact, uh, in November 2022, we released our first uh, uh, sustainability report uh, based on a global reporting initiative uh, and uh, UN's Agenda 2030. And with that, uh, you will see all the different uh, activities we uh, carry uh, across the, uh, the, our organization uh, based on sustainability. One of the things that we'll do in the transcript of this podcast is include uh, a link to that document so people can get detailed information about it. Great, um, thank you. A lot of the listeners that, that we have, uh, after hearing a brief discussion with our visitors, they have questions beyond those that were addressed during the podcast. If anybody who is listening has a question for you uh, or wants information on uh, the Green Valley Industrial Park or the Altia Tech City, how would they get in contact with you? Uh, we have a, a corporate info site. So it's info at gkglobal.com or they can also connect through directly through the websites of the, like uh, Green Valley has it, uh, greenvalleyhub.com or altiasmartcity.com. I will text you on the chat so you'll be able to. Like I said, we'll make information available about you and your company. We'll include a link to your LinkedIn page if people want to contact you that way as well. Great. No, like any any other information. Uh, 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 required, we will be very happy to provide to your listeners at any well, time. Thank you very much for joining me today. Um, I wish you the best of luck for the remainder of the year and far into the future. Thank you so much, Steve. It's always great uh, speaking to you after such a long time, but uh, and, uh, great to see you. Same here. Have a nice day. Thank you.